welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk, Transformation with Edge. Today is a very special episode. It is the audio track from a seminar that I presented last year at the Total Health Show, which is all about anxiety, how to overcome anxiety. It's a talk that got some great feedback where I share at least three tangible skills that you can use to overcome anxiety. So stay tuned for this amazing podcast here today. As always, I'd like to give a big shout out for those who have left their five star reviews. You remember, I love those on Google Play, on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, wherever you listen to this show. And that's what lets me know that the word is getting out there. So please um, do subscribe to this show. Do give it a like and do share so we can continue to grow this audience. So as a teenager, I remember suffering from what was probably regarded as a time as depression would be what people would be calling it because this thing called anxiety didn't really exist. Uh, And I grew up my formative years in the 90s. And it's interesting now that we're in the year 2019 and um, it seems that everybody has anxiety. Everybody readily identifies with with having anxiety and um, I don't count I don't discount that there are people that generally do suffer from anxiety um, I know this because I see them in my office quite regularly and for those people I'm going to share my story about anxiety in a moment my, my I have nothing but empathy for you and uh, desperately want you to help you to help yourself it's one of the main reasons I do what I do and um, I also believe as well there are a specific demographic of people that say they have anxiety. And here's the thing. Everyone's got anxiety, by the way, folks. Everybody. Um, some people just deal with it a lot better. All it is is an emotion. And the only difference between really anxiety and excitement is excitement is generally it's, it's the same biochemical reaction on the body. It's just the end result of excitement is generally something you want to do, but you have that butterfly feeling in your stomach. Was anxiety something that you dread doing and um, you really don't want to do it. Now, I've done a podcast on anxiety right at the beginning of my podcasting career. I believe it's podcast number one or number two. So this is going to be an update on that. And again, like I say, a, a talk that I gave last year. But there, there is a certain amount of people that, that hang their hat on anxiety they say they have anxiety first of all you don't have anxiety you do it and and me uh, speaking as someone that suffered from a lot of anxiety i didn't not something i had it wasn't like i have my iphone i have this microphone in front of me i i have my notes here in front of me it was something that i did a blit it wasn't something i was doing consciously and cognitively it was almost like it was being done to me but to quote richard ballard a creative nlp who's driving the bus <clears throat> me on my unconscious but there is a group of people that, that 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 like to behave badly in society. They'll they'll show up for late for appointments, and then when questioned on that, why are you late? Oh, I'm sorry, I've got anxiety. Or quite frankly, they'll behave like an asshole to people, and when they're called about their behaviours, called out, they say, "Well, oh yeah, um, I've got anxiety." Or they won't get a job, and when people ask, "Hey, why don't you have a job? Why are you at home all the time?" Oh, I've got anxiety. I'm talking about those those people that, that almost have it as a badge of honour. People that use it, and before you even know their name, they, uh, yeah, I've got anxiety. And it's almost like an excuse in today's society for be- people to behave quite badly. And um, that's, that's quite a bad thing. To quote the satirical genius of South Park, some people use anxiety as an excuse as an excuse to act lazy and lame to those people around you now this podcast is not for you for the people who 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 use this who play the victim card are not trying to do anything to better their circumstances but but use this as almost a get out of jail free card to just act like a complete arsehole this podcast is not for you it's for those people that desperately want to make changes in their life but they're afflicted by the biochemistry of anxiety and the unconscious process of what they do. And they're looking for a way out. And they're just quite frankly stuck. They're just stuck right now. But they are good people. And they do 
want to have change and transformation, this podcast is for you. All of my work is for people like you. So back to my story. Mid-90s, I remember being agoraphobic, being at home. At times that I would get out of my house, I'd be sweating in the middle of winter. Um, I couldn't make eye contact with people and my heart would be beating. But I'd never heard of this thing called anxiety, so I just thought I was depressed or something because everybody had depression at that time and that was the the badge of honor to wear but i never led with that but i thought that was what i had because i wasn't formally diagnosed and and by the way i I don't believe in labels i'll I'll use simply use the labels here because they're part of the lexicon on today's language and it is a file that that people have some level of understanding consciously or unconsciously whether it's correct or incorrect about what anxiety is this is this is why i use the term anxiety disorder i don't believe in labels and i don't believe it's a disorder uh, but it just helps to put it in the correct filing system i remember not being able to make eye contact with people um, it, it really affected my relationship. I didn't have any friends because I was so anxious. So I pretty much sequestered myself at, at home most of the time. I even ended up leaving school early and anxiety was a big part to play in it. And it was really, really unpleasant. And, and this was really before the internet. And it wasn't a lot of self-help books dealing with it. And nobody was talking about it. So it was kind of like a hidden demon, so to speak. So I didn't know what it was. I just knew that it made me feel pretty shilly and my fight or flight responses that i'd find out later on were were heightened they were very very much alert all of the time uh, which was not a good thing because i was simply not in danger all of the time but tell my central nervous system that and quite frankly this went on for for for, for many many years really um bringing on depression with myself again i don't believe in the label but it's just the best way to describe it in quick time in real time with people i was just feeling sad things weren't going my way uh, it, it was not good uh, and, and anxiety was an underpinning of this really what anxiety is is here is the simple equation it's going out this is how everyone does anxiety unconsciously across the board um from the the the, the boy that's too scared to go talk to a pretty girl to the soldier that that has tremendous uh, post-traumatic stress disorder um to somebody who has a great fear of, of of asking for a raise at work now yes there is degrees of intensity i completely understand that but the makeup is people go out to an event that hasn't happened it's in the future can't happen it's in the future so it hasn't happened yet they catastrophize they imagine things going horribly wrong they see it they feel it they have that biochemical dump of cortisol the stress hormone and adrenaline fight flight or freeze they code it inside their body they come back to this moment now and it's almost like setting up their internal gps that internal google map to set you to that location making it more inclined to happen because you practiced it and you practiced it with a chemical reaction very very strongly and you'll practice it over and over again now, I know you're not sitting around. Most people are not sitting around saying, I'm going to choose to be really anxious about this. That's not what I'm saying. But unconsciously, your unconscious mind, the bit that breathes you, the bit that thinks you, the bit that feels you, the bit that sends blood around your body, it's that part that's doing it because on some level, it thinks it's trying to protect you on some level or, 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 or give you what we would call secondary gain, um, some kind of positive intent underneath the destructive behavior of anxiety. So I went on a journey learning hypnosis, learning many uh, personal change transformations, using many different types of therapy on myself and and found that that the hypnosis suggestion, positive suggestion was the thing that, that had the most impact in changing me. I was offered antidepressants, anti-anxietans back in the day and there was just something in my gut that said this is not the route to go. And my doctor would give them to me and I would uh, would actually watch me take them, but actually palm them um, as a technique in magic where it appears that you're swallowing something. But, but actually I wasn't swallowing because I knew it wasn't the thing for me. I did not want to go down the route of taking medication. So I decided to go deep route to, to, to do some work on my shadows about the darkness that was inside me to find out. But again, most people, excuse my French, but most people know why they're fucked up when they come to see me. Um, but, but knowing why they're fucked up isn't enough to make them unfucked up, so to speak. And my job is, I don't care why you think you're this way. I just care that you're doing something unconsciously that's making you suffer. 
So let's change that now by changing the narrative in your mind, in your body. And what I realized in myself was there was a fine line between anxiety and excitement. Like I say, excitement was, I can get excited and excitement's uh, akin to happiness with me. I realized a while ago that the excitement is really what most other people call happiness. But there's a fine line because the chemical reaction inside the body, the butterflies, the shortness of breath, the, the speaking from the chest and all that stuff is, is very, very similar. Very, very similar chemical reaction. It's just excitement. We tend to have a lot of positivity attached to it, whereas anxiety is usually a lot of negatively attached to it. So when I was able to pull the excitement and the anxiety away, I'm like, you know what? Very similar feeling. Um chemically but one's positive one's not then i gave myself permission to feel excitement a lot more and really work through the anxiety through a lot of the techniques i'm going to teach you and talk these people who are in attendance at my talk at the total health show later on so you're going to hear that and my learning was you can overcome this everyone has anxiety on some level so some people deal with it very very well and go on to have an amazing successful life however you would grade success we all have it it's like we all get sad sometimes we're all happy sometimes it's just an emotion it only becomes a problem when that emotion sticks around and can't go away that's the only time it becomes a problem so please now enjoy my talk from the total health show and i'll catch you on the flip side of this to close things out Ladies and gentlemen, who here is for the hypnosis for better sexual performance? Put your hands up. There you go. Uh, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> Today's talk's hypnosis to help you overcome your anxiety. Can everyone hear me okay? Can I can you put your hands up if you can hear me okay? Awesome. If you can't hear me anytime, let me know. So who here suffers from some kind of anxiety? Put your hand up so I know. Who here suffers from some kind of social anxiety interacting with other human beings? Who here suffers from some kind of performance anxiety? Maybe that's at work or in some kind of activity. One other person, okay. So the tools that I'm gonna share with you today, you can use for any type of anxiety. In fact, you can pretty much use them for any type of problem that I'm gonna show you here today. I will ask you, uh, if you just hold your questions to the end and silence your cell phones and shut any devices that you might have, that would be lovely. Um, so back in the day, I used to um, have anxiety before it was a cool thing to have. Before everybody had anxiety about 15 years ago, I used to have this thing called anxiety, but nobody knew what it was. I just knew that when I'd walk around places, I'd feel really, really uncomfortable. I would perspire a lot. I would go red in the face, and it would be deeply unpleasant. Back when I was young in the mid-90s, anxiety wasn't the thing it is today. And one of my pet peeves, and I'm not talking about you beautiful people in the audience now, but everyone I seem to meet has anxiety, especially young people these days, they have anxiety. And it's almost like a badge of honor to say, hey, I've got this thing called anxiety. When sometimes it's just people misbehave and sometimes people, when they have this thing called anxiety, again, not talking about any of you people, but they kind of act out a little bit and behave um, not in a particularly pleasant way and they feel that their anxiety allows them to treat people perhaps not in a good way. So my promise to you guys today is I'm gonna teach you at least three tangible tools here today that you can use to help overcome your anxiety. Would you guys be interested if I taught you three tools to overcome your anxiety? Do this if you would like to. Very, very good, thank you. Um, so yeah, what is anxiety? Well, here's what anxiety is. From the person, from the boy who's too scared to go talk to a girl he's attracted to, to the person who's too scared to ask for their promotion at work, to the person that has to stand in front of you people and give a talk. Anxiety is the same biochemical thing that happens in the body, thing being a technical word. Here's what everybody does that has anxiety unconsciously. They float out to the future to an event that hasn't happened yet, because all anxiety is for something that hasn't happened yet. 
and they catastrophize about that thing going wrong, going the way they don't want it to go. And as they rehearse that inside their head with the pictures, with the sounds, they start to have that chemical drop of anxiety inside their body. Fight, flight or freeze, or adrenaline to be more technical about it. Then they come back to the present moment, and it's almost as if they've input into their internal GPS or their internal compass. They've rehearsed it, much like a professional athlete, like a, a Tiger Woods or a Michael Jordan might rehearse hitting that hole in one or that three points. They've rehearsed it over and over again unconsciously that it starts to become their new normal. So they're doing it, but they don't realise they're doing it. That's what anxiety is. I'm not suggesting that people do it consciously, deliberately, that one day they sit down and say, you know what, I'm going to be choose, I'm going to choose to be anxious every day at 3 p.m. for the rest of my life. I'm not suggesting people do that. But the part that beats your heart, the part that breathes you, the part that thinks you, the part that works on automatic, that's the part that creates anxiety. And the same way that you can create anxiety, you can also alleviate it. So the lady who's eating nuts in the front row, right there, right now. How quickly do you think it is, how, do, how quickly do you think you could lose anxiety? Give me a number, give me a day, an hour, a week, what do you think, what does your gut tell you? Months. Months, so the lady in the front thinks bumps to overcome anxiety. To the, to the lovely lady I'm looking at right now with the dark hair. How long do you think it would be to overcome anxiety? This is the audience participation part, guys. The more you give me, the more I can give you. If you give me nothing, it's gonna be a boring hour. If you give me something, I can truly help you. To the lady in the back right there. So, so, so just give me a number. Just give me a number. Six months, we have the lady in the front said a couple of months. Lady who just joined us. First number that comes into your head, how quickly do you think you can let go of anxiety? I'm looking for a number. Five what? Weeks, minutes, months, years? Five minutes. So we've got five minutes, we've got six months. To the gentleman with the cap right there, Thumbs up, five minutes, yeah. To let go of anxiety is literally this quick. You see this ball, it's blue, right? It's how quick it is to let go of anxiety. I'm gonna put down my mic for a moment because my ball catching skills are not fantastic. I'm a better hypnotist. It's that quick, round of applause for the ball, please. Tough audience. That's how quick it is to get rid of anxiety, folks. I'm going to show, there's a vested interest to keep people anxious. I'm going to show you tools that you can use today. And to the level of which you can use those tools today, and the level of which you can let go of your anxiety once and for all. To the level of which you don't use these tools today, you get to keep your anxiety. So who would like to use the tools I'm going to teach you to get rid of their anxiety? Awesome! Then this is going to be for you here today. All anxiety is, is essentially, everyone does anxiety, by the way, from the most confident person you can imagine in the world, all the way to the least confident person you can imagine in the world. It's a natural human emotion. I illustrate by using this character from a Disney movie called Inside Out. This is anxiety right here. We all do it, and there's no problem with doing it. The problem becomes when anxiety sticks around, it becomes a bit like a bad smell. So, if you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, this is you as I put down this microphone. And you're flowing, you're doing okay one day, life's going well. Looks a bit like this. Everything's going well. But then one day, anxiety comes along. Anxiety gets stuck inside your mind right there. That's when it becomes a problem, when it sticks around and you no longer want it or need it. So in hypnosis and the techniques I'm going to teach you today, we're going to help you to help yourself to release anxiety. And it's essentially this quick, once you use the tools. You ready? See anxiety trapped inside you.
anxiety out, you get back, go, go, you get to go back or even better than you were before and flow. Because here's the thing, can I, can I borrow you for a moment? Can I get you just to come to the front? That'd be like, yeah, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, I'm gonna come in the front right there. <laughs> we have a fuse right here. And it's like, thank you, it's okay. It's all right. Can everyone see this little fuse right here? It's a kid's toy. Can I get you to just simply hold the other end for me? Just hold it with your hand. Yeah, on the metal part right there, like my, yeah. And if you notice, nothing, nothing happens. Who's tried to get rid of anxiety in their life before and nothing happened, it kind of stuck around too long? Yeah, this way for yes, this way for no. Work of feedback, thank you. Because there's some, keep, keep holding on to it please, thank you. Because there's some kind of blockage there. So I'm gonna show you how you can take that blockage out today so you can let that energy travel in your mind and body and get rid of anxiety. Excuse me as I place this microphone in my pocket and show you. Now this works because the circuit is now closed. So, can I get you to hold your finger it works now because the circuit's complete and the energy can flow around. If she were to remove her finger now, take your finger away, it stops. If you touch my forehead again, I get shocked. No, not really. The energy gets to flow. But this is what I'm going to help you to do in your neurology today. So there's no more blockages when it comes to anxiety. Would that be okay with you guys? Thank you. Give this lady a round of applause. So, who wants to learn these skills right now? These three things that you can take away to let go of your anxiety. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. You're always going to have a level of anxiety as a human being. But what, I, what I'm promising you today is you can reduce your anxiety and manage it and control it. Does that make sense? If I were to say to you today, you are never, ever, 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 ever in the history of your life going to feel anxiety. I'd be lying because I'm not going to be with you for the rest of your life. How can I make that promise? I can pretty much promise that everyone sitting here, you're going to feel every emotion that you can imagine in your life at some point. But there's just some, like this character, anxiety, we want to feel less of, and perhaps we want to feel a bit more of joy. I'm going to show you how to have a bit more joy inside your life right now. So, first technique. Oh, before I do this, all the techniques that I'm teaching here today, guys, we're filming this, and I've got some videos that... Um, clarify these techniques a little bit as well. So Melanie's going to be passing out a sign-in sheet. If you put your name in an email, I promise not to send you 10 million emails, um, but we're going to send you a copy of today's talk and all the techniques so you can watch them, review them at home, at your leisure. And most of these techniques are really, really simple. The longest one may take two minutes. The quickest one takes about two seconds. It's that quick. So, the new people who joined us, Put your hands up, the new people who are joined who have anxiety on some level. All right, thank you. So you can participate in this. I don't need to know your specific anxieties, but I'm gonna show you some stuff to use it. So if you wanna use it as I'm showing you today, it's, it's how you get the most out of this talk, is you use it in real time, so you can start to wire up your brain in a new way that supports those new neurological connections. So, what I want you guys to do right now, if you feel comfortable, is just go ahead and close your eyes. And I promise not to hypnotize you. And now I just want you to think of something that makes you anxious. When you're thinking of something that makes you anxious, nod your head so I know. Beautiful. And now, I just want you to score it on intensity, on a scale of zero to 10. 10 is, oh my God, Luke, I am so anxious, I'm gonna have a panic attack when I think about this. And zero is, I've got no anxiety at all. Just get that number in your own head, whatever it is, zero to 10, as you think and feel anxiety now. Nod your head when you have your number. Very good. Remember your number, remember your feeling. Everyone open your eyes. Take your right hand, this one right here. Get your three fingers. And I simply want you to tap the crown of your head like so. And as you do that, I want you to say after me, outside with your outside voice, I release and let go of my anxiety. 
I release and let go of this anxiety. I release and let go of that anxiety. Keep your eyes open. Now above your eyebrow, doesn't matter which one, above your eyebrow, say after me, I release and let go my anxiety. I release and let go of this anxiety. I release and let go of that anxiety. To the side of your eye now, don't poke your eyes out. If you've got glasses, you might want to take them off. I release and let go of my anxiety. I release and let go of this anxiety. I release and let go of that anxiety. Underneath your eye now, underneath the same eye, same thing, I release and let go of my anxiety. I release and let go of this anxiety. I release and let go of that anxiety. Now with the flat of your hand, I want you to tap your solar plexus. And as you do that right now, quite sternly, say after me, I release and let go of my anxiety. I release and let go of this anxiety. I release and let go of that anxiety. Slow it down. You're giving me a panic attack right now. Slow it down. Notice that starts to feel a bit differently as you slow it down. That's right. Now what I want you to do is with your left hand, watch me. Grab your left hand. Grab your wrist of your left hand like so. Squeeze it nice and tight. Take a big, deep tummy breath in. Hold your breath and hold your wrist. Now take twice as long to breathe out from your belly. Breathe all that anxiety out. Keep holding onto your wrist, but relax your wrist and your hands on your lap. Close your eyes once you've done that. And now bring back that same thought trace, that same memory you had five minutes ago that used to cause you to feel anxiety. And just check in with yourself. I know you all have the same thought, but notice where the feeling's gone now. Who here noticed the feeling went down? Put your hands up. You can relax your arms now. Good. All the way up like this so I can see. Good. Who, who had, who, whose anxiety went up? Whose anxiety stayed exactly where it was? There you go. It's where about 70% went down, about 30% stayed where it is. That's why I'm going to give you three techniques today. So that's your first technique. It goes by many different names. I call it the six-step tapping. You think of the problem you have, you can use this for multiple things. We're just using it for anxiety today. That's the file you're opening up in your mind. Then you want to score it, zero to ten. How strong or how weak is that feeling? Then you simply tap on your forehead, above your eyebrow, side of your eyebrow, underneath your eye, solar plexus, and you grab your wrist. And then you check in with yourself. Now, one of three things happens. We're only going to do it one time. You could do it on your own as much as you want, and I'd really encourage that for neuroplasticity. The first time you do it, one of three things happens. Number one, it goes from whatever number it is to zero, in which case, awesome. Or, number two, it goes from whatever number it is, and it drops radically, but there's still some left. Number three, it might only move by about two points, in which case, do another round of it. So you're bringing it down, bringing it down, bringing that monster down. Make sense? Don't listen if it makes sense to you guys. Cool. The next thing I want to show you is something we call by, by lateral stimulation. They've done studies when people have panic attacks and full-blown anxiety where only one hemisphere of their brain fires off. They've actually put people in fMRI machines and scanned people, give them a, a full-scale panic attack, don't quite know how ethical that is, and only one hemisphere of their brain lights up. So I want to teach you something today, that when you get blood flowing on both hemispheres of your brain, it essentially cross-wires your brain, so anxiety starts to alleviate, and a lot of people disappear as well. It does not matter what object you use for this. I've just got a really cool object that I use for this. So, if you went to zero on the last thing that caused you anxiety, work on a different issue now. If the last thing, you still have some more anxiety about the last thing I had you imagine, 
keep that number inside your head. So if your anxiety's gone, amazing. If you want to use this for something else right now, a different thing in your life that causes anxiety, do that. And if the thing only went down a little bit, it's a good idea to use this. I want you to take an object, it could be any object. It could be your cell phone, it could be a wallet, but a small object. I'm gonna use this cool golf ball. And you're gonna see why it's cool in just a moment. There you go. So now, whatever object it is, I just simply want you to pass it side to side. Watch me as I put the microphone down. Keep your eyes, keep doing that, keep your eyes open. And you want to pass it from one hand to the other. Here's what you don't want to do. Don't do this. Don't throw it, that doesn't wire, but gets both hemispheres working. Also, be careful not to do this. You actually want to cross the hand over the center point to wire up the brake. So you want to push the hand of the ball all the way, slightly off to about three o'clock or nine o'clock if it was on a clock. Make sure, make sure to cross that center line. Watch me. I love how some of you are making this way more complicated than it needs to be. Like this, watch. Just pass. Push, push, pass. Like that, push. Yeah, and then pass. Yeah, and then pass. Yeah. So you're doing exactly what I asked you not to do. So, if maybe you listen, this will help you. Watch. You're doing this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you do this. It's even better. Yeah, push. Yeah, take the seat out a little bit more. Yeah. If you need to stand up, you need to give yourself some more space. You're adults. Go ahead, do it. You don't need my permission to do it. You're still doing what I'm asking you not to do. So that's great. No, you're giving us a beautiful learning. What's your name? Sandra's giving us a beautiful learning. Don't worry, Sandra, a lot of people do this. So watch. Here's how not to wire your brain. Here's how to make the technique not work. Here's how to make it work. Thank you. No, we're getting a learning from this. I appreciate it. Make sure you cross over the hemisphere. Here's your midpoint. Cross it. You're still doing that. So, push. Push, yeah, and then push that hand to one side. Oh. Yeah, you actually want to push that hand slightly off. Remember, three o'clock to nine o'clock. Is this right? You're beautiful. Yeah, absolutely, you can. No, watch me. This is really simple. with to completely go to the other side so you're not stopping in the middle keep pushing the, the hand in the opposite way to about three or nine o'clock beautiful very very good it's really simple guys it's really simple you've got it but it's good that we're getting a learning here today so the main key on this one is you're actually pushing your hand, remember, to three o'clock before you let go, or to nine o'clock before you let go. Because then you can relax for a moment, because that's helping to rewire your brain. I've often had clients who had anxiety. If you, yeah, you know what, just put your stuff down for a moment, just, just focus here, I wanna give you guys a learning. I've had clients that sometimes, and who's here has heard of neuroplasticity? Put your mind up. I like to use that word, it makes me sound intelligent. All neuroplasticity is, is it simply neuroscientists tell us now that our mind is essentially plastic. They're being molded every experience of every day. And experts say it may take 21 days to 28 days to totally rewire certain behaviors. So I've had clients that suffered from crippling anxiety, soldiers that came back from war with terrible PTSD. 
they did this one technique and it started to literally rewire their brain three times a day. Doesn't matter what the object is. Just remember to actually, don't stop here. Push that hand all the way to one side and the other side to get both hemispheres wired up right there. Really simple technique. Once you've got it, you've got it. Just remember, push your hand to one side. Anyone got any specific questions about that at the end? I'm going to be here. Come and ask me. I'll go through it with you guys individually and show you guys, all right? That's the second tool. Doesn't matter what the object is. You can use your cell phone or your keys. I just like to use this. The third technique I want to show you today is really simple. This is the quickest technique. Who here has some anxiety left? Show of hands if anyone has any anxiety left. So for those people now, I'm going to show you something really awesome. Are you making a phone call? Okay, I love it. I was going to give you a hard time, but you're bringing more people in. Give her a round of applause. I like it. All right. So, for those people that have a little bit of anxiety left, this is the quickest technique, but don't let that make you think it's the weakest. It's very, very powerful. In fact, my little sister used to have panic attacks in the, in the British subway, or the tube, as we call it. She's a young girl, attractive girl. She'd have panic attacks at 12 o'clock at night on a subway in England on a Friday night. You don't want to collapse and lose consciousness as a young girl on a subway at 12 o'clock on a Friday night. She'd actually physically collapse. This one technique I'm about to teach you, stop that. It's really, really simple. You're going to take your left hand and you're going to make like a pistol, like a gun. Like a Kenny Omega. There you go, the bullet club. Think about the thing that's causing you to feel anxiety, whatever's left. Get that number, however much is left, dropping more and more down now. And all you're going to do is, with the other hand, grab your two fingers like so. Doesn't matter how you do it. You can relax your hands on your lap if you want, but just hold your two fingers. And keep holding your fingers like so. Keep holding your fingers, yeah. And do nothing else. Do nothing else. Just hold it, yeah. You can relax your hands on your lap, but keep holding your fingers. And it come round. You don't need to do anything else. Just hold your two fingers. Hold your two fingers. Hold your two fingers. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. Just relax your hands. You're doing it right. Drop your hands down on your lap. Just drop it down. The way you hold your hands is showing me exactly how hard you do this problem inside your head. Stop making it more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah, that's it. I want to make it easy for you to do. Beautiful. Now, with the people holding their fingers as it is right now, you don't have to do anything else but hold your fingers. You will always be able to get that memory back that caused you to feel that emotion. This is not about taking the memory away, because the memories give us learnings. It's simply about giving you the ability to take away the emotion from it. Because it's not the emotion that keeps us safe, it's not the emotion that teaches us the lesson, it's the learning. Who here feels your anxiety drop a little bit more? You can relax your hands now and open them up. Hands up. If you want to make that one even more powerful, this is the third technique, if you want to make that technique even more powerful, here's a bonus you can add to it. Keep holding those fingers for the people that have a bit of anxiety left. Keep holding your two fingers, and I'm going to get you to breathe a very specific way. It's called 7-11 breathing, really easy to remember like the convenience store. So not yet, but in a moment, for the people that still are holding their fingers and need a little bit more help, not yet, but in a moment, I'm going to have you breathe into your belly for a count of seven. I'm going to get you to hold your breath for a count of seven. Then I'm going to get you to breathe out for a count of 11. I'm going to walk you through it. Breathing into your belly, please. Breathe in for a count of seven. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold your breath for a count of seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now breathe out for a count of eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Breathe normally. Open your eyes. 
For those people that had a little bit of anxiety left, put your hands up if that reduced it some more. So at least half the audience, beautiful. The reason that works is when we feel anxious, what's happening inside of us is the parasympathetic nervous system is right here. And what happens is something happens to us to trigger that off. That's what a full-blown panic attack looks like inside your neurology. It's big, it's massive, it's uncontrollable. Here's how you collapse it. By doing any of those three techniques, and I've got one more bonus coming up. Because here's what happens with many people from life. They're going around and their amygdala, which is their prefrontal cortex of their brain, which is responsible for fight, flight, or freeze oftentimes mistaken for anxiety. That's the biological process. So what happens is if this gets too big and uncontrollable, that's typically when people come to see me, when their anxiety's got so big, their panic has got so big, they're like, Luke, it's frigging overwhelming. It's all in my head right now and I can't get out of it, it's everywhere. My job is to help people become unstuck. So we're about 30 minutes in. Have I earned the right to tell you who I am now? Put your hands up if I can tell you who I am. There you go. So my name's Luke Michael Howard. I'm a clinical hypnotist. I've been a hypnotist for 23 years now. I have three offices. Probably the closest one for most of you would be Bloor and Christie in Toronto. But I also have an office in Westboro, in Ottawa, and an office in Las Vegas. Typically, people will come to me for the same problem that goes by many different names. They are stuck. Now, note to self, don't do that with a ball. The ball rolls out. Typically, they're stuck. Now, their stuckness might be they're stuck with anxiety. They know they want a better life, but they keep doing anxiety unconsciously. It's stuck. From the addict, it might be they smoke too much, they drink too much, they drug too much. They desperately want to quit, but it's stuck. It might be the person who does depression unconsciously to themselves. Everyone gets a bit sad, everyone gets a bit depressed, but it only becomes a problem when it sticks around and doesn't go anywhere real quickly. So people come to me to help them become unstuck. That's what I do, that's what my podcast is called. Um, it could be an opportunity for you guys to do a Q&A today. If you've got any questions for me, feel free to ask in a few moments. My booth is booth 504. It's quite near the front. Um, and we are doing um, some fun hypnotic demonstrations over there. We're not um, going deep into your psyche and eliminating all your problems. This would not be the environment to do that in. But to give you a wonderful experience of hypnosis, you can come by my booth 504. If you haven't already, there is a sign-in sheet. So this talk today has been filmed. And all these techniques I'm teaching you, in case you forget, I've got them filmed. So if you'd like a copy of this talk and these techniques and others, please put your name and email, and I promise not to spam you and send you six million emails. I'll just send you what you need. That being said, who would like to have an experience of hypnosis now while you sit in the audience? Cool. If you don't want to have a hypnotic experience right now, you can do one of two things. You could leave. Or you could just sit back and watch other people. It's totally cool whatever you want to do. This is going to be the kind of hypnosis you're going to do in your seat. I'm not going to come around and make you do weird things like bark like a cat or meow like a dog. I'm going to give you a wonderful experience that you're going to get to have inside your mind. So what I'll ask you to do now, if you'd like to participate in the hypnosis for anxiety, for releasing anxiety, I simply ask right now, make sure you've got some space to either side of you. Put your feet flat on the ground. Relax your hands. Put your hands on your lap. Just go ahead and take a big, deep tummy breath in and breathe out. And as you breathe out, just allow your eyes to close. You're safe, you are secure, but there's no way you need to see on the outside world right now. In a moment, not just yet, but in a moment, I'm going to count down from three to zero. And when my count reaches zero, you're going to double that sense of hypnosis and trance, trance and hypnosis from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and everywhere in between. Go ahead now, three, allow yourself to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Two, the deeper you go, the better you feel. 
and the better you feel, the deeper you go. One, allowing yourself to go even deeper now. Zero, give yourself that gift all the way down now. Starting now, starting right now. Whatever sound, noise or voice you hear will just allow you to listen to my voice and follow my instructions even easier. And everything you feel inside and out just allows you to focus on my instructions, to follow my instructions even easier. And absolutely nothing I do or anyone else does will disturb you or disrupt you in any way, shape or form. And starting right now, whatever suggestion I give you, no matter how silly or strange it may seem, becomes your new automatic reality. Whatever suggestion I give you, no matter how silly or strange it may seem, becomes your new 100% automatic reflex action. And starting right now, every breath you take takes you deeper and deeper and you feel better and better because the deeper you go the better you feel and the better you feel the deeper you go that's right in a moment not just yet but in a moment i'm gonna count down from five to zero and i want you to imagine that zero way off in the distance so far out that you can just about see it. The closer I get to the zero, the closer you get to the zero. And when I get to the zero, you get to the zero and pass right through the center of it into the most amazing and profound and wonderful hypnotic experience you could ever imagine. The most profound and wonderful state of trance. Five going down, getting closer and closer to that zero. Closer and closer. Closer and closer. Four, getting closer and closer. Closer and closer. Closer and closer. Three, allowing that sense of anticipation to build up inside getting excited to go through, to step through to that zero, onto the other side and give yourself the gift of hypnosis and trance, trance hypnosis. Two, closer and closer, closer and closer, closer and closer. One, almost there, so close, so close, almost there. Zero. Pass through the zero now. And imagine and feel that wonderful sense of hypnosis in your mind and body. In your body and mind. Allow yourself to go there now. Having that wonderful sense of hypnosis and trance and trance and hypnosis. And as you're there now, if any of you have a chattering voice inside your head that you want to quiet, just go ahead and relax your jaw. Actually really do that. And when you think you've relaxed your jaw as much as you could relax your jaw, go ahead and relax it a bit more. Doing this helps to switch off the internal dialogue in your mind, allowing you to stay in this place longer and longer to get the benefit. That's right. And now, I want you to imagine in a way that feels right for you, just allowing anxiety to pass you by. Just imagining that you're letting anxiety go. 
realising that on some level you may have mistakenly thought it protected you, that it kept you safe, when in fact it was simply a wolf in sheep's clothing. It didn't protect you from anything. If anything, it put you under too much stress, overloaded your adrenal glands, secreted more adrenaline in your system when perhaps you didn't need it. Realise it's not the emotion of anxiety that kept you safe or keeps you safe. It's the learning of understanding of what, what to do and what not to do in those situations that keeps you safe. It's always the learning, it's not the emotion. So as now, you can replace that old phony signal of anxiety and you can replace it with just a gut feeling, a gut sensation. Because here's the thing, we were all born with a gut instinct. Now, as we got older and as we evolved, our brains come online and we started to over-intellectualize things. Sometimes our hearts came online and we started to over-emotional things. The emotions came later in life, the thoughts came later in life, but that gut instinct of when something's right and when something's not right, and you don't quite know why, but you just get a gut feeling. That's your unconscious mind's way of telling you, of keeping you safe, of keeping protect you. And it's been there through millions of years. When we were cavemen and cave women. We didn't have to look at a lion and say, oh, I'm going to go pet that beautiful lion. We had this gut sensation that perhaps petting a big 500-pound furry beast on five legs was not the best thing in the world to do. We had a gut feeling not to do that. So we didn't. And it saved most of us getting eaten by lions, tigers, bears, and disco. Realising you didn't have to do anything to create that gut feeling, it was just there through evolution. Now knowing that your gut reaction is the thing that keeps you safe, not that chatterbox inside your head, not that emotion you feel in the moment, but that gut sensation that tells you, I don't know why, but I'm not gonna take this road home tonight. I don't know why, but I'm getting a feeling, a gut sensation, that I shouldn't go on a date with this person. I'm getting a feeling that I should take this bus today, this road today. That's all your gut, and it's been there for millions of years, and it's that which keeps you safe. It's that what keeps you protected, not the phony emotion of anxiety. And as now your gut tunes into your heart, tunes into your mind, so they all know what one another's doing now. You can trust your gut to protect you in the future, realizing as that signal gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and the more you listen to your gut, the safer it will keep you and the more it will protect you. And you can just let go of anxiety using one of these three techniques I've taught you today, be that the six-stepping tapping that I taught you at the beginning, be that the bilateral stimulation of passing the object from one hand to the other, or be that the finger hold that I taught you at the end. By using any of those techniques, perhaps three of them, perhaps making it a daily discipline, a daily routine, like brushing your teeth, that you do those, it will help to pour out that anxiety from that jug inside your head so you feel less and less of it, realizing it doesn't keep you safe. It doesn't protect you. That's your gut feeling. You can just simply let it go. Just let it go. In a moment, not just yet, but in a moment, I'm gonna count from one to five. And my count reaches five, you'll be fully emerged back in this room, but that new piece of software or brainware for your mind will be installed. That new program of listening to your gut more and more will be installed in replacement of the old program you used to have called anxiety. Because that program's now been deleted, you no longer need it. But the new program that will give you the positive self-protection mechanism of the old problem, but will keep you safe, that will be in its place, making you handle life in far better kind of ways to yourself.
One, keeping your eyes closed but becoming aware of my voice and other sounds around you. Two, gently shaking your fingertips and toes, allowing full circulation to return to your entire body. Three, imagine as if every nerve, muscle, cell and fibre in your body was bathed clean in beautiful, clean spring water. Four, take a nice big deep breath in of love, energy, light and transformation. And breathing out all that crap you no longer want or need anymore in your life. And when this new program, the positive program, has been installed in your neurology, helping you live a better life, keeping you safe and protected at all times, in replacement of the old nasty program you no longer need, when and only when that program is installed in your brain, making you feel so much better with an elevation in your self-esteem, then and only then, open your eyes. Welcome back. Give yourself a round of applause. I'm going to come around with my microphone before I do a Q&A with you guys and find out any questions you might have. So this lovely lady in the front, how are you feeling right now? Beautiful. Beautiful. You look beautiful. <laughs> come. So this lady with the spectacles, how are you feeling? Uh, feeling good. Tell your face to feel good and it will feel even better for you. To this lady here, how are you feeling right now after that? Pretty good, thank you. Pretty good. How was that experience like for you? Feel a little bit lighter? Because it's a little bit different than when you first came in today. To this lady that's next to you, that I squeeze through for May right now, how did that feel? It's a little bit bad, yeah, because there's emotions around it as well. Cool. I know, cool, thank you. I felt better. Guys, anybody have any questions about hypnosis in general or about anxiety or about anything that I do? Put your hands up, now's an opportunity to pick my brain. You've got me for about 10 minutes. Put your hand up if you've got any questions. If I could ask you just to go to the microphone, it's just set up there. There's a microphone there, so if you have any questions, if I ask you just to say it to the microphone, which is just there, standing up. Yeah, so if I ask you to say it into the mic, so we can pick it up, otherwise people can't hear it. Okay. Um, it's the first one. When you do the taping, right? Yeah. How long are you going to do the taping? How long are you going to do the tapping for, as the ladies ask it? Uh, until the problem disappears or becomes manageable. You might need to do one round of it. You might need to do two rounds of it. Hell, you might need to even do three, three rounds. You do it as much as you need for that, for that anxiety or the problem to completely go to zero or to a level at which you're comfortable about. Does that, does that answer your question? Do, do you have to do all three techniques together or only one? It's a good question. Do, do, do you have to do all techniques together? No. If one of them works for you, great. If two of them work for you, great. If three of them work for you, great. I want to give you too much stuff. So if one of them doesn't resonate with you, use the other one. If that doesn't resonate with you, use the other one. But I want to give you too many tools to use rather than not enough. Anyone else got any more questions why I am here? Just hold up your hand like so. Beautiful lady here. You have to shout unless you're going to go to the mic, otherwise I won't be able to hear There's no such thing as a typical hypnosis session. Obviously, I know none of you personally, although some of you lovely people stopped by my booth. If you were in my clinic, we would have spoke for 30 minutes having a screening call, then I would have got you to fill out a big comprehensive questionnaire so I'd find out a little bit more about you, and it would be specifically for your needs, wants, and desires. I know we have about 20 people in the audience. Even though people are probably suffering or were suffering from some sort of anxiety, it's all a little bit different. So it's all bespoke to what the person is and their issues. So there's no such thing as a typical hypnosis session. I've never done two hypnosis uh, subjects the same way in my life. Does that answer your question? Yes? Is that what you do? You're with somebody? Is that, is that what I do? Uh, I have about 357 techniques. You learned four of them today. That's one of the things I do. Cool? Awesome. Any more questions? Yes? Shout or go to the microphone so everyone can hear you. Uh, on the third technique... Uh, Speak into the mic, please. Okay. 
on a third technique when you breathe in, it's a seven count, right? Yeah. So, so good question. All these techniques, if you've put your name and email on the sign-up sheet, I'm going to send these to you in case you forget. Sign-in sheet's there. Um, but to answer the lady's question, you breathe in on the... Um, seven You breathe in for seven, you hold for seven, you breathe out for 11. The reason that you hold with the finger hold, remember the breathing is a bonus, is when you go when you go from sympathetic nervous system to parasympathetic nervous system, sympathetic nervous system is fight, flight or freeze. Parasympathetic nervous system is rest and digest. So why you breathe in a little bit less and you breathe out a little bit more, you breathe out a little bit more because it activates your parasympathetic nervous system uh, rest and digest, which we want you to go to to help to bring and alleviate that level of the old anxiety down. So 7, 7, 11, or 7, 11, just to remember it, you're breathing out a little bit longer than you breathe in. Um, any more questions about anything that I did today, anxiety or hypnosis? Put your hand up if you have any more questions. Yes, if I can ask you to go to the microphone if you've got a question, or just shout really, really, really loudly so everyone can hear you. Thank you so much for the lecture. I was going to ask you about insomnia. Yes. Do you have some techniques because I suffer from insomnia? Sort of like anxiety. Yeah. Well, it's actually great that you came, came to this today. What insomnia is, is taking anxiety to bed with you. And I'm not trying to be funny with this. One of my clients, even, actually a, a gentleman that stopped by my booth 504, by the way, near the front, booth 504. I said that to him yesterday. He goes, so you're telling me that I need to kick my wife out of my bed? Because she's keeping me up all night? Now, I'm not saying you need to kick your partner outside your bed right now. But basically, what insomnia is, is people that take this character inside to bed with them. And their mind is overreacting, it's thinking about catastrophizing what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next week, what if this goes wrong. So all these techniques that I've done with you today are amazing for dealing with the anxiety. Because insomnia is just a symptom of anxiety. I also do a podcast. Who here listens to podcasts so I know? Podcasts? No, put your hands up if you listen to podcasts. Nobody listens to podcasts except for two people. Wow, okay, that's cool. You can go on YouTube and you can listen to it on there, it's a video. But I did a podcast, I think it was podcast 50. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, it's free. It's about 20 or 30 minutes of my whole system of dealing with anxiety. So if you go on YouTube, you go to my podcast, look for the one that says um, insomnia or um, how to fall asleep better. And my whole system uh, is on there on how to alleviate the symptoms of anxiety. But if you use these tools today, it will help you immensely. Any more questions? Yes, you. I love all the questions. Come up. Come up. You should stay there. Sorry. Speak into the mic, though, please. Okay, I'm in there. <laughs> Okay, I want to know. With your mouth, with your mouth right there, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I want to know this technique, can you do lying down, sitting down, or anywhere? You can do the techniques any way you want. Um, lying down, standing up, sitting down, with nobody around, or a huge ton of people around you. It doesn't matter. Um, just be careful, because sometimes when some people do a form of hypnosis on themselves, they will fall asleep if they are lying down. And sleep is not the same as hypnosis. Uh, so be careful of that. But if you're, if the techniques can still go in and you're not falling asleep and you're more comfortable lying down, by all means, do it. However, whatever makes you feel more comfortable is, is good. Yes? What if you can't hold your uh, breath for the seven seconds and you know, for the 11 seconds? That's good, too long. Good question. So then you can um, reduce it a little bit. So if seven seconds is too much to breathe in, the patch you reduce it to three seconds. And if seven seconds is too long to hold it, perhaps you hold it for three to four seconds. And if 11 seconds was too far, too much for you to breathe out, you'd reduce it to about seven. So find the model that works for you. It's all about taking more time to breathe out, to activate parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest, more time to breathe out than it did to breathe in, to switch systems, that's the main reason. Any more questions about anything? No more questions. Well, thank you. I have been Luke Michael Howard, the hypnotist. Feel free to give me a round of applause, by the way. I hope you enjoyed that audio 
from the anti-anxiety seminar that I did last year. I hope you made some notes of the three or four tips that I teach there, that I teach all my clients as well, are very, very su successful. Please go ahead and use those and learn that anxiety is something that can be managed very effectively and you can have a happy and successful life. If there's something in your life that's been causing you to feel stuck, be that in your health, be that in your relationships, be that in your career, and you're not quite sure how to fix it or where to turn, but it's getting to a point where you've got to do something about it because it's causing you some kind of pain, be that physical, be that mental, be that emotional, then please do contact me on mail at lukenosis.com mail m-a-i-l at lukenosis l-u-k-e-n-o-s-i-s.com and request a 30 minute complimentary unstuck session with me either over the telephone or over some kind of video messaging and please understand this is not a free therapy session this is not a hypnosis session anything like that it's an opportunity to have me in your corner for 30 minutes to brainstorm some ways and um, potentially i can help you to pull yourself out of that hole that you're in to take your life to the next level always believe Luke.